waka waka waka. What is going on, everybody? This is SSG, a.k.a. Sergeant Sentinel, and welcome to episode 24 of the PSN Party Podcast. I am your host for the podcast today, joined by XBN's CEO, I'm a Ghostbuster Ash, my co-host, BMG, Bald Man Gamer, and our guest for this week, one of them, the other one is coming on a little later, but our guest right now, Donnie Z Tweets. Everybody remembers him from the last time he was on. He is the co-host of Pure Did Gaming Afterlife Podcast. He's a gamer and Celtic fan, and he loves PlayStation 5. Donnie, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you very much. How are you guys? Good, very good. Oh, good. Well, and, well, uh, well as could be. As well as could be. Unfortunately, uh, BMG is feeling a little under the weather. But um, hopefully with some self-medication, he can be, uh, you know, he can get himself feeling better again. Well, let's just tell everyone what you were suggesting I have to make myself better. A cup sure. of tea with an onion inside it. Well, it's onion tea. It's not necessarily you stick an onion inside tea, but look it up. I promise you onion tea will help you out. But, you know, I, if, if you're a fan of trying out new things, it'll help you. By all means, if you're not, you know, you can stick with Robitussin or whatever you got. Um, I'd, rather, I'd rather still be sick, I think, than, than to drink <laughs> onion tea. Or it could make you worse, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a suggestion. That's all it is. It'll That's keep, all it is. It'll keep the wife away, I suppose. Right, right. Um, <laughs> so to start with, um, let's start with what we've been playing this week. Donnie, what games have you been playing this week? Um, I am balls deep in Tears of the Kingdom. I, um, I, I can't stop playing it. So I have totally neglected all consoles. And um, yeah, I'm... I'm I think I'm just over 20 hours in. I'm only at the second temple and I'm just I'm so drawn in by it that I'm I'm totally surprised at myself because I didn't I not I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy Breath of the Wild, but I got to a certain point, other games came out, I got lost in the mud and I kind of just stopped playing it. But this has really really gripped me and I, and to be fair it's gripped pretty much fucking everyone, hasn't it? Everyone's just yeah. loving this game. That's what I hear. I hear that um, pretty much everybody who's picked up the new Zelda game is absolutely just awestruck with it. They absolutely love it. Yeah, certainly on our Discord. I mean, everyone that's got it is is infatuated with it. You literally don't see negative comments about it at all, other than just little niggly things, you know, because the Switch obviously isn't the youngest console in the world. Yeah. But in, in terms of everyone who's actually sitting down and playing and enjoying it, it's... Um, it, it, it's deserving of the plaudits it's getting. I can say that much. Nice, nice. Anything else other than Zelda? That's it. That's, That's literally it. what I've been playing since last weekend and all I'm playing at the moment, which is good because there's a little break in between games at the moment for the next few yeah. weeks. So it's probably a good time to um, to get stuck in the game that is potentially 100 hours, but yeah. Yeah. That's That's a little long, but if you enjoy the game, that's actually a great time. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see when I'm sort of when I'm sort of halfway through. See, I'm getting on. I might start beelining the main story as time goes on because yeah, there's there's a busy summer ahead. So yeah, um, it's it's gonna have to get um, sidelined at some point. Right, right. That's cool. That's cool. Um, Ash, what have you been playing this week? Um, yeah, I've been playing a few things. Um, recently, I've been. I think what I was playing on the Xbox recently. 
Oh, I can't remember. But I, I got uh, a PSVR 2 this weekend, so a nice. lot of my time has been sent uh, in that. Uh, and honestly, it's it's been great. I've been really enjoying it. So Playing. since you, have you did you own a PSVR for the PS4? So yeah, I, I a, a while back I had one. I had it for the PS4, and then I upgraded to the PS4 Pro because it was much nicer on the eyes when you had the PS4 Pro than the PS4. Yeah. Um, but this is like it it improves on it in every single way. It's it, it's honestly the best VR headset I've ever used. Um, it's. It's comfortable, even when you wear glasses. Um, it's it's got the eye tracking. It's got um, the haptics in the headset and the controllers. Everything feels great. It doesn't feel like you're playing with the like glowing dildos that you used to do with the <laughs> yeah, VR right. one. It all comes in the box. You didn't have to go out and try and find the dildos that you could never get anywhere. And so far, I mean, I've only, I've only, I've only played three of the five games I own at the moment on it. Okay. But I'm absolutely loving the ones I've played so far. Um, I've got the Zombie Land game, which is really fun. It's like short uh, missions where you. It's basically like a score game. It kind of reminds me of the club, but like first person and zombie side. So zombie, zombie side, Zombie Land, should I say. With your experience so far, since yeah. you purchased the PSVR two, do you think it warrants the price tag? Do you think it's worth the money? I don't know. It depends what how much you're going to use it. Like there aren't a lot of games on it at the moment. There are probably less yeah. than thirty games out for it. Um, like I say, the three I've played so far have all been absolutely fantastic. Um, the other two I'm looking forward to playing um, this week. But it depends how much you use. I'm trying to get the most out of it. But when I had the PS4 version, the original PSVR, yeah. I didn't use it a lot because you had to plug that little box in and you had to faff about and there were so many cables and it took forever. And you spent more time setting up the VR than playing it. Whereas right. now, it's one cable that plugs straight into the front. So it takes nice. me two minutes to plug it in and stick it on my head and it works. So, so it's definitely, it sounds like it's a lot more convenient. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's not cheap at all, but it, like I say, I've I've had the PSVR, I've had the Quest Two, and I've played on a Rift as well, and it's the best I've played on so far. Obviously, nice. games depend on that, and there's a few games I really want to pick up that I haven't yet, like the Star yeah. Wars one and the the game from it's like um it's like an on rails horror shooter. They okay. did one on the PSVR 1 and they've done one on the PSVR 2. I really want to get that. And there's also a Transformers game, which looks pretty cool. So it's great. It feels great. Having the haptics is amazing. Like, like I've got a drum game, and every time you hit the drum, you feel it in your controller. Which is, nice. So it feels like you're actually hitting stuff. Uh, in the Horizon game, when the like robots go over your head and stuff, you like feel stuff like land on your head and that. like It vibrates a bit, so it feels like something there. Um, yeah, it, it, it looks so much better. The eye tracking is fantastic, so it's a lot smoother. I mean, I must admit, it still isn't as crisp and clear as all the videos they put out. Like, the gameplay they put yeah. out for the the Horizon VR looks nothing like that in-game. It, it still doesn't look as crisp and clear as 4K PS5 right. graphics. But for a VR headset, it's the best-looking one I've tried. Obviously, I haven't tried the Valve one or anything like that, but 
it's it's good. Like, I, and I I struggled with like obviously having glasses, but I've played it with and without glasses. With glasses, it's quite comfortable, and without glasses, it's just it's fine. I didn't get a headache or anything from it, so I'll probably stop using my glasses when I'm using it for a bit. Right. Um, Did you have issues with the PS um, PSVR with your glasses? Yes, and it always fogged up. So far, this one hasn't fogged up very much. It only fogged up very slightly uh, the day before yesterday, but it was super hot, like it was so hot and muggy in the house. Yeah, I was red hot and sweaty when I started playing, basically. So, um, barring that, I've not had really any issues at all. And like I say, um, the other day I played for a good hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes straight, and normally when I do VR, it's like half an hour at best. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And I could have yeah. gone longer, but it, it was late, and I was like, probably time for bed. And like before the show, I was I played for a good 35, 40 minutes before the show as well, and it's just super enjoyable. So nice. Really it sounds like they uh, sounds like they really did a good job with it. Yeah, honestly, they've done a fantastic job. I just it's a shame no one's buying it, and it's a shame there's not a huge amount of games just yet. Obviously, yeah. like before the show, I was saying hopefully they show some of the. Uh, showcase, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But I will be reviewing every single game I've got for it, and I'll do a proper review of the headset once I've played with it a bit more. Like I say, I, I want to put some good hours in. I've only probably put about six or seven hours into it so far. So um, Outstanding. It, it's coming. It's coming. But yeah, really great. And I started Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, because you told me it was the best. And uh, yep. as, as, as Twitter has shown, we know why you like it that much. It's the I giant. mean, yeah. It's, it's great. Stone penises that you like. Uh, <laughs> right. That you can climb and hold off the end of. Yeah, it, I mean, if you don't if you don't like um, Ancient Greece, you're probably not going to like it, though. It's yeah. it's all right. I'm not like it as much as Valhalla. It's yeah. just because it doesn't have, like, some of the quality of life improvements Valhalla has, and it's yeah. noticeable. But, um, yeah, I, I, I am enjoying it. I like the character. I've gone with Cassandra because she's the best one. Um, yeah. And yes, Timber, Bolt Gun, I am really wanting to get when it comes out. It's like old school Quake, but in the Warhammer world. Like It's got like PS1 style graphics. Nice. I am down for that. So. Yep, definitely. Me too. BMG. Um, oh, sorry, Ash, go ahead. So I was going to ask, Ash, is, is there a reason that you just picked up the PSVR 2? Is there a reason that, you, that made you go, I'm going to get it now? Or was it just purely down to personal reasons you didn't get it at launch? I didn't want to get it at launch because it was expensive and I wanted to not... I'm, I'm trying to cut down on like how much I spend on games, but I, I'm not going to lie. I had like three games get... Like, do I want these three games for free to review? And I was like, yes, I do. And I don't want to turn them down because I actually want to play them. So I was like, do you know what? I'll purchase them, purchase yeah. the headset and like a good half of the games I wanted to buy, I've not had to pay for. So that was a factor. Yeah. But I am very happy. Like I say, I, I don't have any regret on my purchase. I'm, I'm and I'm not the big I'm not a big VR fan. I've never really think it was great. I've just got it because I, I like to try all sort of technology and games. But sure. it's it, I'm loving it so far and uh drum rock or whatever it's called is the best game I've ever played at the moment. It's I'm like I just feel like I'm a drum god. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. BMG, um, what have you been playing this week? Before you got sick, obviously. I know being sick, you know, kind of takes takes you out of uh, your gaming routine. But before you got sick, before you started feeling uh, sick, 
yeah, just my, just my usual, my daily play of uh, Marvel Snap. Because once you go Marvel, there, there is, is no, no rival. rival. That's yep. it, that's it. Get my, <laughs> my dailies in there in that. Yep. Um, Season of the Deep for Destiny 2 dropped today. Um, so I thought, right, I'd have a quick jump on and quick see all these changes they made. And the servers are still offline. Something's gone wrong. And they're putting updates every hour just to say still going on. There'll be right. an update in the next hour. So I've not been able to play any Destiny. I finished, um, I think I mentioned, I can't think was it last week I mentioned that I finished Jedi Survivor now. Yeah. What amazing story. Um, I, th- I personally think the story in the first game was better because it was kind of, you know, going in the height when Order 66 happened and yeah. all that stuff and all that. And I, I do think it was the better get the better story, but the game, Jedi Survivor, is the better game. Still runs a bit like crap. Um, I just persevered with it because I was coming towards the end anyway. Right. So I thought I would uh, I, I'd just push through it. Because it did it, strange. Um because there's like multiple points in the game that you think, right, this is it, and and it just twists and turns, and you just don't know what to expect. But uh, ending could for me could have been a bit better. It was your typical ending of a Star Wars film, if you will. Um, but you know, it's does a few things a bit different. You're not your usual typical Jedi, and it, and it also kind of it sets it up for a third game. But they could also just leave it as it is if obviously they probably are going to get greenlit for a third game yeah but if they didn't then it would be fine left as it as it is um you know they could carry on the story through tv series or something like that if if it came to that but no overall good really good game really good game um still my so far my game of the year um even with some of the technical issues, it's it's still the, the combat is just fluid. The movement, the characters, more fleshed out than the first game, and yeah, yeah. I'd highly recommend playing it. Uh, and I picked up today, but I've not played it yet. Um, that Star Trek Resurgence dropped today, so uh, I've got that, but I've not played it yet. So I'm hoping to play that. I'm, probably look, later I'm looking forward week. to that myself. It, it, yeah. it sounds like it's like a Telltale game. No, think um, Detroit Become Human. Right. That it's more It's more on that than a Telltale game. It's more Detroit Become Human, but Star Trek. Nice. 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 Definitely no sounds interesting. It's crazy. Mm, yeah. yeah. You, you, you play from what I've seen and the bits I've read. You literally play, um, I think, it's for three or four different characters, and you obviously got to make decisions, and depending on your decisions, depending on what happens, but... More cinematic, fleshed out. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I, it came out today. I picked it up, just just not played it yet. Well, that's it. That's all. That's it for me, mate. Nice, nice. I've uh, for me personally, I've been actually playing a lot of Tropical Six on my PlayStation. Um, you know, I bought it when I first came out. I'm a big Tropical fan, so I've been playing a lot of that. I've also been playing a lot of GTA Five on my PlayStation. You know, and the thing I do have to say, um, especially with PlayStation, the advantage that it has in some of these games over Xbox is like whenever you get a phone call in Grand Theft Auto V, you can hear it through the mic or through the speaker on your uh, on your controller, 
which is so cool, you know, and you can't do that obviously on an Xbox controller. But um, the way, it's like the way PlayStation utilizes their controller and the different features it has um, kind of gives it an edge over a lot of what the Xbox controller is able to do. You know, so some of these experiences, I kind of feel like they're better on PlayStation just because of what the controller can do. That, now, that's not the same, obviously, for every game, but I think with games like Grand Theft Auto, where you can take a phone call and you're hearing it through your controller, that's just a cool little feature that adds something extra to the gameplay, in my opinion, to the experience. You know, that's funny. That, that's funny because that's funny that you like that because I, I play games on headphones anyway, so that, that's it's a moot point. But if I'm ever not on headphones, that's the one thing I turn off in the settings is the speaker in yeah. the dual sense. With some I, games, I, with some games, I do that. With some games, do I you? do that. You know, oh, okay. have you have you played Death Stranding? Yes. 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 Right. That is the most annoying thing when that baby cries through the freaking controller. Absolutely. Yeah. drives me insane. My dogs hate it. They, they, they bark. <laughs> yeah, it was a way to right, say, right. if you've got a dog, it's a nightmare, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I could see that. It's like, like I said, with some games it's great, other games it's not. Um, you know, and it's not just the speaker. I mean, it's like the different features. Like, um, I think Infamous Second Son, I was playing that a while back, and how you have to use the pressure pad to um, take out some of those transformers or whatever it is. It's it's a nice feature. You know, it adds a little bit of depth to the game, which is cool. Um but I enjoy things like that, you know, um, that make the experience unique. Um, but, uh, you know, aside from, like, those couple of games on PS5, um, I'm just kind of waiting for the showcase to see uh, what PlayStation is going to show us, you know, whether there's anything that I really want to pre-order or whether there's um, other smaller titles that I might just pick up, like, you know, Shadow Drops. Definitely eager to see what they're going to show at that PlayStation showcase, you know. I'm going to be, I'm going to be sat there while works with while live watching along right you and, you and ash you and ash are both going to be watching it um live right uh, you're not joining us i mean i can i i thought it was you and ash um oh we thought you was as well oh i mean i you <laughs> know i know y'all had your little thing going on and i didn't want to you know <laughs> oh, i didn't, didn't want to cut in you know they say no, three is a crowd welcome. So. All right, everyone's cool. welcome come on come on come on <laughs> yeah i'm gonna watch Definitely. Watch 60 minutes of VR announcements. Oh my god, I hope not. You know what? I swear to god, they had better show off Twisted Metal because I know they have it in development. I Twisted Metal VR exclusive. Oh my god, no. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. <laughs> that, that would be awesome, but not it would it wouldn't be awesome for me because I don't have a PSVR 2. So You can watch my videos of it though, don't worry. Oh, I can yeah, it's like oh. <laughs> Oh my god! So I get to watch it on YouTube, just not play it, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll Experience it, live. I'll, it I'll for you. I'll, I'll do a live stream of it for you. Don't worry. Well, let's jump into our first topic, and it is about the PlayStation Showcase. Um, it broadcasts tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific time, which is 3 p.m. my time, which is 9 p.m. you guys' time. Correct. Yeah, 9 so. p.m. Yeah, 9 p.m. UK. <laughs> yeah, we, see, we go live at 8:50 p.m. The UK has it so simple because you guys have one time zone. We have like six, so it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's like New York is it's like New York is one time. You know, Phoenix is another time. You got Chicago's another time. You got LA is another time. You got Honolulu. That's another time. It's it's like, what the hell? So there's so many time See, zones in the United States. Only you, one. You in wouldn't the UK. have that problem if you all just did as you were told and let us rule your country. Uh, <laughs> Everything would be easier. Right, you, you, right, you, yeah. you would have free healthcare. Everyone would talk real English. 
You'd have a right. cup of tea. Oh, don't you know what? And I'm not. I'm not even gonna talk about the debacle with a certain post from Square Enix about you using UK English because you US people kind of went nuts on that. I will not bring that up during this podcast. I promise I won't. Americans don't use English. You was like. American, I know. They butchered it. They butchered the English language. Well, no, I, I it's said so, it's it's I, so it, it is it is a real niggle for me how much they butchered the language. Oh, <laughs> that just so people know that's not a racist term. That is actually a word in the UK proper English. So just you know, yeah. there you go. Well, it's now the King's English. It used to be the Queen's English. It's the King's English now. There you go. There you Sausages go. Sausages for all. All right. No, you know what though? It's like um. I, I said it before because someone said uh, we don't pre- speak proper English, and I said technically we speak American, you know, because if you think about it, American has its like own different little dialects and shit. So you'll have like seven or eight different dialects of American English, and it's completely like they're almost completely different from one another, how they communicate stuff and what one term means or another. It's a complete mess. You know, at least you guys just have, you know, English English. So... A little frustrating, but... Um, real version. There you go. The original. There you go. The real original. We tried um, coming in helping years, but you all decided to get, you know, go against us. And yeah. What was that guy, the president <laughs> at the time? That um, which all... one? Was it Washington? Which one? Uh, he wasn't Washington. the president at the time, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. They made him president afterwards, didn't they? Oh, you yeah. got a nice... Uh, yeah, we gone. Yeah, you could be president. You could well, tell us all what he, to do. But he didn't even want to be president. That's the thing. He he just wanted to free the country, and then they're like, "Oh, you'll lead the country." And he's like, "Damn it, okay, fine." Yeah, free yeah. the country, split it up into multiple states. Yeah, everyone does their own thing. Everyone speaks differently. Yeah, oh, I know. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, I still want to visit, though. I still want to visit. It's it's nice for the most part. It just depends on where you go. Um, you know. It's all good though. It's all good. It's not too bad. It's not. It's not as bad as. It's not as bad as the newspapers and the media makes it seem. America's actually pretty decent. It's just some cities are a little crazy, but you know, I mean, you get just big wear, cities. Just wear your bulletproof vest and you'll right. be fine. There you go. There Stab you go. jacket. I'll, I'll come right. see you, Sentinel. I'll come out there and chase your dog down the street barefoot, jump over people's fences. Right. Right. Hey, you know what? It's like I live in a nice neighborhood too, so it's you know, it's not bad over here. But, um, yeah. And I, I never once said you didn't, but the fact that you have to point <laughs> that out means everywhere else around you is... Some, pla- some, so nice. some places are a little rough. Some places are decent. You just, you know, it happens. It's all good. Yeah. Um, As is anywhere in the world. You know, I'm afraid, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid that Ash is right about that PSVR 2 stuff because they say the show will run a bit over an hour focusing on PS5 and PSVR 2 games, but they don't tell how much. So watch it be like ten minutes PS5 and like fifty minutes PSVR two. Oh God, no! Please, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm expecting about fifteen minutes of VR two. I can't see it being much more than that. Okay, so fifteen minutes VR two. Uh, yeah. BMG, what's your guess? Sorry, say again. I was reading chat. I missed that, mate. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Donnie said his guess is that there will be no more than fifteen minutes of PSVR two taking up the show what's your guess on how much psvr2 coverage they're gonna oh, have yeah i think it's gonna be under 10 minutes but you're not i don't think it's gonna be in a block i don't think you're just gonna get playstation 5 stuff then psvr2 stuff i think you'll have psvr2 stuff just like sprinkled in after every right. couple of games that's shown announced 
Uh, but at, at most, I think you're going to see five games, five PSVR, two exclusive games. Um, one of them where you can connect to Pornhub. Oh, to get the God. full haptic Jesus. experience. Uh, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd say in right. total, yeah, I think you're going to get, yeah, five, I'm going to say five games sprinkled through the show, not just one section. So, um, and I, I agree with you as far as how much there's going to be. The, the good thing is at the PlayStation Showcase, they're going to show us a variety of different types of games, as well as spellbinding games from our third-party pub- third partners and indie creators, but... On the article on PlayStation.com, it has a notice. Please note this web broadcast may include copyrighted content that PlayStation does not control. So that's, oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm almost afraid. Yeah, I'm almost afraid they're gonna flag everybody's live stream of this, and it's like they do, why they, do, they flagged our last couple every time the PlayStation oh my God, one. What literally, the hell? It, it, Xbox do it as well. Like when Forza yeah. used all those really awesome songs in the trailers. Yeah, you know, you know what pisses me off about that though is like they have a radio station on Forza called Hospital Radio, right? Where it's like indie, it's like indie people that are smaller and they don't mind their stuff being shown off, and they could pl- and those songs are actually okay. They could play those songs during that trailer to avoid this type of situation, but they don't. Hopefully, place I don't know. I mean, I just feel like PlayStation needs to find a good like music that they own the licenses to for live streamers you know what i'm saying because it's like you got people that are watching this and people are going to want to watch again afterwards and if your if your video is flagged can they watch yeah they can still watch you just, you just don't make money from it oh i see well i mean that's that's all right i guess that's all right it doesn't matter it's just you know i think with this type of live stream it's just about getting the word out about all these different types of games but it's just it's just a pain in the ass that these types of problems persist you know and People have been doing podcasts and live streaming for how long? It's like, I don't know. It's just a problem that I don't think should uh, persist anymore. But the good, the good is they're going to show off great games. Um, Donnie, what is one game that you're hoping that they're going to show at this PlayStation Showcase? Um, as an outside chance, I'm I'm still adamant that Bend has got something sneaky up their sleeve. I've been saying for a while that I, I, it's a long shot, but I think Bend are making the new Uncharted game. You know, they made, they made, um, what was it called? The Golden Abyss for the Vita. What was that? 2010, 2011, give or take. Mm. Um, So they've got experience there. And listen, it's, it's maybe not as big a long shot as I think. Everyone thinks they're doing a new IP, which, listen, that could just be a bit of smoke and mirrors. I, I think it's them. You know, Naughty Dog have said that they're done with Uncharted. Yeah. They're done with it. They didn't say PlayStation was done with it. They just said, we yeah. are finished with it. Um, so for me, the natural fit is is Bend. But I also think there is an outside chance that they are still doing Days Gone 2. Because, right. you know, because I mean, it, you know, Days Gone 2 has garnered a lot of love in the last three, four years. Um, yeah. You know, from, from, from its initial launch to where it is now, I still don't quite rule that out. But, I, but if I put my mind on it, I would say it's Uncharted. Yeah, you know what, and that that might actually have some weight to it because Golden Abyss was not um, public. It wasn't put together by Naughty Dog. It wasn't developed by Naughty Dog, was it? No, it's Bend. Yeah, it's Bend themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's 
Damn, yeah, so they've, they've got, true. they've got, they've, yeah, they've got experience there. I don't, I don't think it's that unreasonable. So right. the, the question becomes, well, is it a new IP? If it's not a new IP, then I'm, then I'm pretty convinced it's the new Uncharted. Because yeah. you know that that little clip that we saw in that advert where it looked like it was Cassie Drake. Yeah, there, there's got to be something behind that. That wasn't just a, that wasn't just an addition for the sake of it. Um, so it makes, listen, it makes sense to me. It's, it's an outside one, but I don't think it's that unreasonable to suggest that it's a new Uncharted by Ben. Well, they did, yeah, because they actually, um, well, we might as well include it in here, but Ben Studio actually teased the new, well, say they teased the new game, all they said is they can't wait to show us yeah. um, that they're working on a new triple, well, it says new triple A IP for the PS5. So yeah. technically, if you had a new Uncharted, is it? classes yep. a new IP. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's but... the wording. It's, yeah, it's the thing. And, and yeah. you know, because obviously it's not a continuation of Drake's story. It's you know, it, 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 yeah, it's just how you it's how you word and how you interpret yeah. words, isn't it? That's the exactly, thing. exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, that's interesting. I know that you know what it's it. It feels like the the creative director for Bend was um, very aggravated that Sony initially shot down. Um, Days Gone to whenever he proposed it years ago when Days Gone came out. I think um, it's it's entirely possible that they kind of, Sony kind of watched people's reactions and saw that there is a following of that game and that people actually yeah. like it. And, you know, there's always the possibility that we're going to see that. Um, yeah. It would be interesting, though. I, I would, you know, I, I got the platinum for the game. I played it all the way through. I loved it. Some Same. people didn't. Same. Yeah, so it's like if, if they said, hey, Days Gone 2, I would pre-order that day one. Wouldn't even yeah. hesitate. That's it. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, John Garvin's moved on now. He's working with Michael Mumbayer. You know, they're, they're making a, a new NFT game, so, you know, fuck that. Um, yeah. Ash and Fall or whatever crap name they're calling it. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, people, studio heads, creative directors move on all the time. It's, it's not that unreasonable that he would go and they would carry on with the, the Days Gone sequel. Yeah. But I do think, you know, I've brought that up as a very long shot. I, I think the Uncharted thing is a lot more likely than Days Gone 2. If I was to yeah. put money on one of them, it would be it would be the former. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, Ash... and, uh, also, I can say, and I also I need to see some uh, Death Stranding too, please. And I see there's about three people in the chat saying the same thing. I, I, yeah. I, need, I need some Death Stranding. But, you know, yeah. and I think Death Stranding 2 has a lot of people calling for it already. And it's like yeah. some people didn't like it, but a lot of people did like it. And yeah. they know that a lot of people liked it, so they're gonna want to give them something. Yeah. You know. And considering, you know, part one was made in and I wanna say it was made in three years. Yeah. It's not unreasonable that, that, that part three's not that far away. I'm not on about this year, but I yeah. certainly think that, you know, by the end of twenty twenty four it's not that unreasonable. So would you start seeing it now? Yeah, possibly would, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you could because um I want to say Death Stranding launched in... Did it launch in 2019? It was late 2019, right? Or 2020, give or take, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But it was launched at the end of last console generation, so about right now is when they could really start talking about it. Correct, you know? yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ash, um, what are your thoughts? Like, the one one or a couple of the games that you'd love to see at this? Abandoned. No, I'm joking. Oh yeah. Oh, I think yeah. you know. Oh, I think at this point oh, everybody wants to see that because no one believes it's even it, it even exists. Do you see him walk across the, the floorboards? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him walk across those floorboards. Blew my mind. 
Right, right. Yeah. 79 gig download or whatever it was to watch that. And I'm oh, really... Jesus. Um, I, I don't know. I, do you know what, right? I, I literally don't care for Death Stranding. I put my hands up. It's not something that appeals to me massively. So I don't care that much. Um, I'd like to see more classic PlayStation IPs get announced being brought back. I'd like to see more backwards compatibility, like lots of classic games from the PlayStation 1 and 2 being, or Vita and PSP being added to PS Plus. And for me, like I said, I'd like to see more VR as well. Um, I'd yeah. like to say 60 minutes, show us it all. Every single game, you know, like Xbox does every game has Game Pass. It's like every game has VR and then we're all right. Everyone's good. I'll be fine. <laughs> it means my purchase hasn't been wasted. Right. <laughs> Yeah. But that, certainly... say, I'm not really sure. I'd like to see some of Silent Hill 2, like some actual gameplay, Yeah. because I, I worry about that. I love Silent Hill 2, but we we know who's making it. I wouldn't, I'm not expecting the world, so some gameplay footage might be nice to sort of quell the worry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not 100% sure, to be fair. I, I'm just happy to look at new games. I... I Honestly, I like to play weird and wonderful things, so I look for those weird indie PlayStation games that they've not been doing as much of in recent years. So Yeah. Like remasters, remasters of remasters of remakes of remasters. Yes. Please, no yes. more of them. I'd, I'd rather yeah. they just did bundles with all of the classic games in like a pack over... You know what, I, I, I want to say this, I agree with you for the most part, but I think if they were going to remaster or remake anything, it should be infamous. I'm just saying. You've got I no would chance. play that, I just don't want to... Uh... It's so epic. It's so <laughs> epic. It's so, it's so badass. <laughs> infamous is just like the most underrated franchise that PlayStation has. It is. It is. Ooh, I don't know if it's the most underrated, but... <laughs> well, I mean, because technically Days Gone isn't really a franchise yet. It's just a single no, game. No, it's not. Yeah, a single game, yeah. I mean, one if, thing if you're I talking don't... about... I mean, Days Gone is probably the most underrated game, in my opinion. You know? But the I franchise... I've Days Gone. I've got it installed. I've, I've got to get around to it at some point. Which one is that? Days Gone. Oh, yeah. Well, just FYI... Once you get past the first couple hours, it gets a lot better because the first couple hours tries to condense a lot. And a lot of people are like, oh, the first couple hours kind of lost me. It's like you got to stick past that. And and once you learn how to fight the hordes of zombies, it's a lot easier. You know, yeah. you'll you'll love it once you figure that out. Yeah. The one thing that I don't I don't expect to see, obviously, Ash, you mentioned that about things like backwards compatibility and, and things like that. I don't expect to see anything like that. I think... You know, like this this showcase is the first showcase for nearly two years, and this is yeah. about showing the future of the PS5. You know, like you know, Jim yeah. Ryan said he wants twenty five million units sold this financial year. You don't do that by showing PlayStation Three backwards compatibility. You do that by yeah. showing this is the big shit we've got coming in the next twelve months. So I think it's all going to be about everything's about going forward, yeah. not about looking back. As much as yeah, there's a lot of things that we would that we'd want especially for the PS Premium, which is a little bit light at times. But I think this is so about the future and this this phase two they're speaking about. Because 25 million units is a lot of units to shift, man. That's a, that's a colossal number of units they've, they've 
they've put their neck on the block to shift, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. BMG, what are your thoughts about this show? What, what one or two or three games would you like to really see shown off at the PlayStation Showcase? Well, one guarantee that, because uh, is Spider-Man 2, we know that's going to be there. We know we're going to get a proper gameplay yeah. uh, with, a, no doubt, a, pro- a story trailer, because Tony Todd, who voices Venom in the game, kind of went on um, Twitter and said it was uh, coming out in September. And then had and not long after deleted the tweet because obviously he wasn't meant to say anything because he said he was going on press tours and that in August. Yeah. So that's guaranteed. We know that one. So that's pretty much in the bank. We know Ghost of Tsushima 2 isn't going to be there because Jeff Grubb sort of said it won't be there. Um, so it's a good chance we ain't going to see Sucker Punch at all. Right. At the uh, at the at the event, which is a shame, unless they're working on something else, which is a possibility. Maybe they've got a couple of games in development. Might get something else first. Uh, but the one game that I really really want to see is the Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Um, I know it's whoop, not whoop, exclusive. Whoop. Yeah, it, it's it's been said it's not exclusive. Um, Tom yeah. Henderson and everyone else has come out and said he's not exclusive. Whether it's a timed exclusive or not, we don't know, but it's the marketing is with PlayStation. Um, So that's definitely something I want to see with a release date because it's been in the works for many years now. Uh, And I want to see what Bluepoint's doing. Um, Yes. yes. There's so much speculation, isn't there, with Bluepoint? Everyone guesses it all the time. It's this, it's this, it's that, it's that. You're right. It's probably... probably more people probably ask about Blue Point than any other PlayStation Studio, which is insane. Yeah. Well, and it's well, they because said... they they hear about Blue Point and they get excited because Blue Point is good at what they do. They're very good at what yeah. they do. Yeah. Uh, but just off the back of it, Demon's it, Souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's hard because you could again. It's one of them read between the lines, or you know, you speculate when they say we're working on a original IP. Do they mean they're working on an original IP that's well known, or is it a, a actual original IP, something completely new, which isn't really what Bluepoint do? They take games and make them, you know, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm still I'm still convinced they're working on Metal Gear Solid One. I think you're, they're you're doing, wrong. Doing you're wrong. They're working that. on a remaster. Of the remake of Demon Souls, that's what it is because that's the PlayStation <laughs> way. Oh, shit. Yeah, it only came out right. years ago, but god damn it, they're gonna remaster that shit. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna well, they're gonna the remaster way? the remake of The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, just, oh, wait till right. you get a remastered of Last of Us Part Two. You know that'll be the yeah that I that don't want to see anything about that. By the way, I'm just saying that right now. Right, right, yeah. One thing well, that game still looks amazing. Is <laughs> yes, um, I don't want to see just logos saying "coming 2024" or "coming 2025." If you haven't got any footage or a CGI trailer, don't show it. Like, I don't care. I don't want. To I see don't even logo. want to see CGI trailers. I'm, I hate see the CGI yeah. trailers are should be done for false advertising. Right? They shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. To, it should be gameplay only. I cannot stand CGI trailers. Yeah. Full stop. I don't even want to see that shit. Show me <laughs> what I'm going to play. Yeah, no but matter how like, rusty it's like it when is. They God of War, and everyone lost the shit. All it said was God of War, and then it got delayed multiple <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah, like just, yeah. just show me f- gameplay of stuff that's ready, 
or don't bother because like we don't need yeah i don't care i don't i'm not one of those people that's where they get super hyped when they see a logo because there's a there's a 50% chance it's never actually going to arrive like if it's that early in development they can't show a single thing yeah. there's something wrong do you know what i mean yeah. well, you could you're all, you're also you're going to get Bungie, you're going to get the Final Shape expansion, which is the last expansion in Destiny 2. That's going to be revealed because it's this time of year. They usually show it, and then it comes out. Always comes out in February, at yeah. around about the 20th, 22nd of February. So you're definitely going to get that from Bungie. But you also may get a tease of um, Project Marathon that they've also been working on, secret game that no one knows about. Well, obviously they know about, but we don't know what, exactly what it is. We've only seen little, I think the odd screenshot that's been leaked. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what, what they do as, as well. But um, oh, there was a, I think I've mentioned it on past shows, there was last year a, it's a PS5 exclusive by a third party, um, but it was like a, like that uh, 4v1 type game. Um, one person plays like this alien monster thing down in these caves or caverns, and the other right. four are like a like a SEAL team, army, special ops, whatever you want to call I it. I think that's called SOCOM. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> they, no, no, no. Definitely don't want that. But they go into like a, like a... It's like a research facility underground, and they're trying to see if anyone's alive, get whatever... They're getting, they're going to receive intel or whatever it is. Uh, they've got to use like light, which damages the monster, obviously, as well as bullets. So it looked, look, it was only a brief trailer, but we have actual gameplay. I think it was about three minutes, but it looked really good. So I think we'll get that. So there's your, your first person uh, FPS game. Nice, nice. You know, I, I kind of feel, I mean, for me personally, I, I want to see the Twisted Metal game, the Twisted Metal reboot. And I bring this up because um, BMG was right. You know, we had we had this argument back and forth about the Last of Us PS5 remake, and the show came out. So many people bought the Last of Us PS5 remake. It looks phenomenal. Makes perfect sense that they would release the last, even though the Last of Us has a remastered version on the PS4. Even though the PS5 plays PS4 games, the Last of Us PS5 remake. Um, it, it's phenomenal, and if you enjoy if you enjoy the game, it was a good purchase, especially with the show being right next to it. That's why I say that the Twisted Metal reboot, um, if there is ever a time for it to show up, it's going to be now because Peacock has a series, the Twisted Metal series, exclusively on Peacock, starring Anthony Mackie from everybody knows him from Marvel, of course. Um, he played Falcon, and now he's um, assumed the Captain, I guess it's the Captain America mantle now that Steve Rogers is no longer in the picture. And he's been in numerous movies as well, but he is the front runner, I guess, for this show. He's like the main guy in the show. So they're putting a lot of emphasis behind it. And if PlayStation has shown anything, it's that they're extremely business and media savvy. So they know that people have been asking for Twisted Metal. So they put together a television show, and I kind of feel like at this event, if, if there was ever a time for them to announce that they're having a Twisted Metal reboot that is releasing, it's going to be at this show because the, the television show actually starts in June. It's one month after the show. So if they said, hey, we got Twisted Metal, you know, television show coming up, and we have the Twisted Metal reboot, here it is, and they show it off, and it's AAA, and it looks phenomenal they will sell so many damn copies of that game. So that's the first one that I think is going to come. And, of course, the Knights of the Old Republic. I say this because <laughs> it's it's jumped to a new developer. 
It's not in developmental hell anymore. As of last year, they moved it to a new developer, and you guys are going to have to help me out. I don't remember the new developer's name that it jumped to, but you guys have obviously seen it before. They've just was... come out, though, like two days ago, saying it's on indefinite hold now. Yeah, that game... No, That's no. Someone, someone posted, board. someone posted that, and that was actually from 2022 that that was posted. And I went on their post and I said, "Hey, here's a news story saying um, that it's it's like Cipher Games or something like that took over for the original studio." Yeah. So but now since then, it's now gone back into development hell. Oh, a second time? Are you kidding me? Okay. No, so, no. Yeah. I like inside the game in the other day. Oh Jesus! You know what? And it's like so much stuff is coming out about this. It's like if if if. They're running into that many problems with Knights of the Old Republic. They need to look at higher quality studios than what they're resorting to. But my guess is the Twisted Metal reboot for this argument, for this discussion, Twisted Metal reboot, I figure we're going to see that at the show. That's kind of my pick. Yeah, Jeff Grubb yeah, said it the other right. day, apparently, that he it, it, it don't think it looks like it's never going to come out. I mean, it could still yeah. come out, but it is a shame. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of Twisted Metal, I, I, my, again, maybe a long shot. I think Twisted Metal will be a live service game for starters, and I, I think it might shadow drop, with because you're spot on. You got this new, this new show coming, and you're absolutely right. Sony are all in on this cross media. You know, they've, yeah. they, they've, they've spoken about that in the last few days out with PlayStation about expanding their cross media and selling off parts of their finance to raise capital for buying more areas again out with gaming so this is huge for sony as, as, a, as a company and yeah. i would be i wouldn't be shocked if twisted metal gets a shadow drop and it's actually live service so it's saber it's really saber yeah. that's what it is yeah luke just said it um so yeah that, that's that's kind of my prediction there i do want to take this opportunity halfway through our show to um, thank everyone that is in our sh- is in our uh, chat right now, Denver, Luke Steele, Mr. Bushido, uh, Scott. Of course, Scott is a uh, he is a Sonic lover, and BMG is too. Ugh. BMG just Ugh. doesn't want to admit it. Thank you, Stubbs as well, uh, Muppet. Um, let me see if I'm James McDonald. Thank you, everyone that's checking out our podcast so far. Thimber. Please don't forget yeah, Thimber. Uh, Thimber, our of number one fan. Yep. He, he brings his sleeping bag to the front of our podcast every single time, and he waits there for like three days for us to start our podcast. Thimber, thank you so much. If you haven't liked this yet, hit that like button, share it on Twitter, uh, subscribe to our channel. Also, um, Ash, you want to talk about the 99-cent subscriber um, you know, yeah, pitch? Yeah, we have a we have a membership on YouTube that you can subscribe to for ninety nine p a month. Um, for all you guys that are members, big thank you, Thunder and Muppet. I know you guys are. You get that awesome little uh, XPN badge next to your name. You get access to um, a host of polls that I'll put up every now and again, where you can vote on like future videos that I'm doing for members only, and you get access to like weekly members only videos. Um, they can be anything from food eating videos to um, tier lists to us doing this funny little audio book about Fabio being a, a, a mafia milkman, stuff like that. And yeah, I, I try and put one out every week. And yeah, so some of them will eventually come to the channel after about three months, but there's a good chunk that are going to stay membership only forever. But like I say, you're guaranteed to get three months of content up front for 99p. It massively helps us. 
You also get access to my face. That's correct, Fimber. You get um, a host of emotes. And the more members we get, the more emotes we can get. So eventually, as we build our membership numbers, we'll eventually have everyone's face as an emote. So nice. you know you want it. It's 99p. It doesn't cost a lot. It means a lot to us. And, yeah, it helps us grow bit by bit. Nice. So, obviously, um, 99 cents isn't that much. If you're not already uh, subscribed, take this opportunity to do so. And um, thank you, everyone who's watching our chat so far. Like we said, um, if you're enjoying it, hit that like button. And be sure to share this on Twitter so other people can experience the greatest PlayStation podcast there is on YouTube. Let me see. Um, let's go on to our next topic. Grand Theft Auto Publisher Take 2 says several groundbreaking titles will drive a big jump in sales next fiscal year and set new standards in our industry. Um, now, obviously, with it being Take-Two and they're attached to Rockstar Games, obviously everyone's first um, first guess is that this means that Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be releasing sometime within this window. They don't necessarily state that, but they basically just say, hey, you know what, um, we're expecting it to make us more money than you know we've ever made before during a fiscal year. And so, I mean, the writing's kind of on the wall with that. Ash, um, aside from Grand Theft Auto, what types of games would you think that Take-Two would be considering releasing within this fiscal window to promote such fiscal growth? I didn't hear the question. Sorry, I was just getting a drink. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so um, Take-Two... Take two said we're gonna make a, a shit ton of money in the next financial year without any games, new games basically announced. Well, um, yeah, it's it's clearly GTA. It's gonna be GTA. I don't think the next WWE game is gonna be that big. So yeah. unless they're releasing SmackDown versus Raw again or something like that, or like SmackDown Here Comes the Pain Remaster, they're not gonna make a lot of money. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's got to be Grand Theft Auto Six, right? It's either Grand Theft Auto Six or it's gonna be like a. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two proper expansion or something, but I, 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 it's or or they're gonna laugh at us and it's gonna be a, a GTA Five expansion or something just to really oh. dig it in. <laughs> yeah, you know what they asked him about GTA Six. They said, "Hey, can this can this you know this lofty goal that you're trying to achieve can it be hit without GTA Six? He said, "We're not talking about specific titles. We believe it's yeah. highly achievable. As you know, it's exceedingly rare that we talk about." Uh, you know, out years, and when we do, it's because we have a high degree of confidence. So I kind of feel like he he already believes that it's going to come out during this window, but um, he does because you remember with Red Dead, Red Dead Two, how long it took and how much struggle there was. It just it kind of feels like he doesn't want to jinx it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, obviously, in terms of their financials, right? They they they, they they've pitched they want a, they want to make five and a half billion by March twenty four. So that's yeah. basically ten months time. And then by March twenty five, they want to shoot that up to eight billion. Now there's only one way you go from five and a half to eight billion, and that's with Grand Theft Auto Five. So we're not what that tells me is we're not going to see it before March. We can't yeah. do unless yeah. it's unless it's the start of. So it has to fall in between next March and the following March. Because, like I said, you just, I know they've got a lot of titles. And, you know, you know um, um, Strauss Zelnick said that they've got 36 titles coming, which is a lot of games. You know, people forget, you know, Take-Two is more than just Grand Theft Auto. But you don't jump from five and a half billion to eight billion without GTA. 
you can't. You know, like GTA Five in its first year sold thirty two and a half million copies in its first year. Yeah. Doing doing quick math stats, what two and a bit billion just on GTA Five? If we take yeah. if we take the similar sales, so yeah, it, it has to be. I know he's not admitting it. He can't admit it because of shareholders and things. Yeah. But of course it is. It has to be. You know, and it's it, the funny thing is like now that GTA Six is on the horizon, you got a lot of people saying, "Well, what's going to happen to GTA Online?" Right? Are they just going to transition over, or is it going to be a completely new experience for GTA Six? And it feels like because you remember with GTA Online, they made over four times as much with that than they did with game sales from GTA Five. So I think they're gonna they're kind of they might be anticipating a mix of those GTA 6 sales as well as the initial bump from everyone switching over from GTA yeah. Online to Online 2, whatever you want to call it, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I think it will be a whole new online segment. It's not just going to be a continuation of what they already have. It has to be something new and fresh, you would think, anyway. Yeah. Interesting, interesting hot take from Scott. GTA is crap. I mean... Um... To be to be fair, the last GTA game released in 2013. So I mean, they've uh, been working on it or trying to work on it. So if it's crap, that's gonna suck because um, that means 10 years of one of the best developers in the world couldn't put out a quality game. That's gonna that's gonna be rough. You know, it's gonna be rough. Ash, do you care about GTA at all? I mean, are you a GTA fan? I guess he's away from his mic. BMG. No, I'm here, I'm here. Sorry. I, I guess I'm, I, I'm always a fan of GTA. They're just getting too big nowadays. They're just, they've lost the yeah. the thing that made them great. They were stupid. They were fun. Yeah. They were, um, like, over the top. And then they just got more realistic and more realistic and more realistic. And it's like, yeah. oh, yes, but you can go play tennis now in the, in the city. I don't want to play fucking tennis. I want to steal a car and shoot people. Yes. I want to go pay yes. for a hooker, drive into a bush and my car shake. She gets out, then I run her over and I get my money back. That's what <laughs> I, 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 I call them Friday nights, to be fair, you know? So, uh, it. yeah. It's just... It's just um, it's it's pointless. It, it it's just got so bloated with crap, and it, it's like I, the, the technical marvels. Like there's a massive, great, huge open worlds and stuff. Yeah. But and they just they've lost that thing that makes them great. Like the pinnacle of GTA was Vice City and GTA Three, and then San Andreas totally was also good, but not as good as Vice City. And then slowly but surely they've got worse and worse and worse. GTA four wasn't too bad, but like five, I just I was just like, meh. And then they're like, Oh, you can now play first person as well. No one cares. It's not GTA anymore. It, it, yeah. it's become its own it's just something different. You know it's what, Ash? I agree with you. I agree with you completely about just doing shit that doesn't matter, like the tennis and all this yeah. other stupid stuff. Because it's like in Grand Theft Auto 4, you could steal a car, you could take it to a chop shop, it was dark, it was gritty. Um, and it's just like GTA 5 now is like super hipster California type, and I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. I yeah, just don't. that's it. It, it's, it seems to have lost it, what made it great. And like, this is why GTA 6 is taking forever to come, because they're having to make... 700 different mini games that no one yeah. really gives a shit about. Yeah. No one cares. No one yeah. gives a shit. 
We don't yeah. want massively online multiplayer worlds. Make that a separate online thing. Make GTA Online its own standalone thing forever. And just yeah, keep it is. It, like an MMO. It, it is a standalone thing now. Yeah, yeah. but like they're yeah. going can to buy it separately. Do something new with GTA Six, aren't they? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. well, the rumor is they're just going to update Grand Theft. It's going to be Grand Theft Online, but it's just going to be updated to. New, the new map and mechanics uh, and stuff, uh, but it's meant uh, to be a whole uh, separate thing as it is I now. It. I don't want it. Fuck it. I want to play. I, I, everyone laughs at PlayStation for being single player only, but I, I co-op like a two-player version I could live with. But I just like playing it solo. It's just I'd rather be focused on that. Yeah. And then all the crap they've put into it. We could have had a bully two by now if they'd not been spending all the time to do all these side <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Crap, no one cares okay. about GTA 6, shark cars in GTA 5. You know, I guess we're fortunate that it's coming out at all because there was there were tons of problems with it, especially when Dan Hauser left, you know? Yeah. And there were all those insiders saying, hey, you know what, it's now in developmental hell. Which, it coming out four years after, kind of indicates that they had to scrap a large portion of the game once he left and build upon the very base foundation that's what it feels like uh, because otherwise it wouldn't have taken in you know from 2013 until 2023 yeah. they could have I done really it hope, i really hope that it's changed a bit from all those leaks because that looked generic as like yeah all that stuff that got leaked oh you have to go to the shop and you'll pass out if you don't drink enough piss like no one cares yeah, you you remember they had the leaks. It didn't look like GTA anymore. Well, they had they had the leaks about GTA Four that you were going to have to fill up gas in your car, or you'd run out of gas, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So you steal a car that, I mean, it's like if if you're thinking about the city, like before payday, ninety five percent of the people are going to have like a gallon of gas in their tank. So you'll be running from the cops, run out of gas, have to run to another car, get in, drive it down the block, runs out of gas. It's like what the hell is that? So fortunately, they scrapped it. So I hope. You know, I hope you're right about that, about the, the crappy shit and the leaks, that they change it. Because it's like, you got to make, don't make it like Red Dead Redemption 2, where it was bogged. It, they made it so realistic. It was just like, I'm not trying to play a cowboy sim. Yeah, this, you know? that's my problem with Red Dead Redemption 2. It's like, it's totally yeah. different to what you expect, do you know what I mean? So. And it, that's why I, I play Red Dead Redemption 1 from start to finish multiple times a year. Red Dead Redemption 2, I haven't finished the campaign twice. I finished it once, and I was like, that's enough. You know, because yeah, I, I don't want a simulator. Yeah. You know? I, I'd much rather play like Gun over Red Dead Redemption 2, a more arcadey. If yeah. I want to play real life, I'll go out, and I'll put some chaps on and get a horse. Right. I don't want to do that. I want to play again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Coming to one of our subscriber-only videos, Ash and Chaps. There you go. Yep. Assless ones as well. Yep. That's He'll put on a cowboy hat and everything. Yep. That's yeah. the only way, isn't it? You got to wear your yeah. assless hat. The one thing, the, the, the one thing that I don't want from GTA Six is, is my issue with with the recent GTA stuff, and especially Red Dead Two, is the maps are too damn big. Yeah. It's ridiculous how I mean it, it's so painful getting from A to B sometimes in these games. I'm just like they need to curb that. They need to reduce this map down and make it a lot more manageable. That's the one yeah. thing I hope. People on about I saw someone tweeting out, oh GTA six map be twice as big as GTA five. That's not the turn on you think it is, by the way. That is yeah. not appealing in the slightest. Especially when it, most of that's empty. Empty, yeah. Especially yeah. when you have to go from north to south. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, you, just drove on a motor, you drove on a motorway for five minutes at one point. Yeah. That's yeah. what annoyed me about San Andreas when that came out, was that 
there was like half yep. of the map was just empty. Yeah. And if you if you broke if you crashed by accident, you would you end up sprinting to you for about twenty five minutes until you found yeah. a tractor. <laughs> five five's exactly the same up north as well. It's just it's just it's just massive with empty space. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Red Dead Two was just as bad, man. It was just a whole empty map in the middle. So um yeah, I hope they curb that and, and reduce that right down. Hopefully they have the issues fixed, but at least GTA six is getting released. Bioshock four though is going through developmental hell. According to insiders, um on Twitter, a leaker posted what seems to be an expansive expose on the state of Bioshock 4, claiming that for a while now the game has been firmly rooted in developmental hell. It was alleged that the project has been rebooted four times. The studio boasts inexperienced employees and poor management has led to the project crumbling at its very foundations. Poor management. Now, where have we heard that before? It has been more than 10 years since the last Bioshock game, Infinite, was released. That was a, that was a success... But um, despite that having critical acclaim, unfortunately, Bioshock 4, it's just not seeing the same level of a success, at least not for its developmental portion. With it being stuck in developmental hell, um, it's looking rough because, as we remember, Doom 2016 was in developmental hell for years until they had to completely reboot it. Um, It's just, I know that they want, because Bioshock, I believe, is under the same company it's Undertake 2, just like GTA 6 is. So they want to release this for the fiscal year 2025. It's suggested that Bioshock 4 is still on track to release the fiscal year 2025. Um, Donnie, do you see Bioshock making that window with it being stuck in developmental hell even recently? Not when it's been rebooted four times. It's <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this thing's done. Yeah. How Coming back from that is, is insane. Um, apparently the, the, the rebooting is basically storyline as well, so they're just chopping and changing this entire premise of what this game's going to be um, I, I, if we happen to see this, it's a long way away to be fair, we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see the real Bioshock, which is obviously Ken Levine's real game, Judas we'll see that before we see the actual Bioshock 4 yeah, yeah, I agree, BMG what are your thoughts about this news about Bioshock 4 being in developmental hell? Just pay Kev Levine anything he wants. Let him come in. Let him write everything, produce it, direct it. Let him do it. He knows Bioshock. He knows how to make the game. He made the original, for God's sake. These clearly, they don't know what they're doing. Um, I'm not saying they're not talented developers or anything like that, but Bioshock's one of them games that it has to come out, has to be good, has to be what the core of what Bioshock was. Uh, Bioshock Infinite was it was an okay game. Um, I don't think it was overly well received because it, it just wasn't what Bioshock is. Bioshock was meant to be the whole utopia under underwater and everything's gone absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to go back to the roots of Bioshock and recapture what the original Bioshock was and they, they just can't, they clearly can't do it. They clearly have Whatever vision they've got, it just isn't working. Just get Ken Levine back. Just pay him whatever he wants. Just offer him stupid amounts of money to do well, it. He, he's working yeah. on that Judas game right now that's um, multi-platform. So I don't think yeah. he, they would you know, be that, able to bring him back. Yeah. Oh, I, I trust me. If you chuck enough money at him, I bet you, you could even bring him on as a consultant. Just ask him to write the script for the game and tell him the vision of the game. 
He could probably do that in his sleep. He's probably got ideas, you know, <laughs> scripts stuffed down the side of his couch for a new Bioshock game. Because if we, I remember, if I remember when I think it was after Bioshock Two, he actually had the next Bioshock game all written out. It was all read, you know, the whole script, what it was going to be, the setting, everything. Everything was done, and, and whatever. I can't, I can't remember what happened where he pretty much said see you later not interested anymore but he could do it and he could probably do it in his spare time yeah but... I, you know i know um he's working he's working with ghost games um they're under take two interactive having him as a having him as a consultant at least i think would be a good idea and it wouldn't be undoable even if he is tied up with this game they could run some stuff by him and say hey we were wondering about this or that and you're exactly right pay him whatever he asks, because if he's the father of Bioshock and they're having problems with it, sometimes you have to go back and say, hey, you know, we're trying to recapture that magic. What do you suggest? I think he'd have, a, you know, yeah. at least some ideas. The fact that they've rebooted it, what did you say, three, four times? Four times so the, far, yeah. Four times so far. So clearly the vision they've got just isn't good enough. So yeah. it's rather scrap it come back to it in a few years when um, Ken Levine's free or just see, hand it to his studio to say, look, right, after you finish that game, can you do Bioshock 4 for us? Right. I think they're going to have to. Oh. Ash, what are your thoughts on this? Are you a Bioshock fan at all? Honestly, um, I, I liked Bioshock 1 and 2. I was never a big fan of Infinite. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, like I say, I'd uh, I'd like to see it come out, but like the fact that it's supposed to be an exclusive sucks in my eyes. It shouldn't be an exclusive game. It's, um, it's Bioshock. It should be for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. especially like I feel like if you put like all of the like collections of all of the series on every console, then as a company, you should be putting the fucking future games on that console as well. I just think it's a scummy move. It's just greed. Um, but it's not my decision to make. But I like it. I liked it more when it was like dirty and grimy and dark and the big daddies and stuff. I wasn't super keen on the the infinite sort of setting, but I get why people like it. It's, it's a different type of game, different sort of a feel to it. But I'd love to see it come back. And we've got a, currently got like a, a renaissance of horror games at the moment, like Bioshock could do with a good remaster like Resident Evil's getting, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That'd yeah. be amazing. But, yeah, I agree with what everything BMG said, give it to the original creator and his team because, like, clearly there's something not right at the team who's doing it at the moment, so... Yeah, it's, you know, and it, it's, it kind of feels like they need to go back to the drawing board. Um, Another game, though, that uh, went through developmental hell but actually turned out great was Dead Island 2. And, I mean, if you remember, the original Dead Island came out in, like, 2010 or 2011. And that game went through three or four different studios. So it's not saying that it's impossible, but it's like you have to have good people um, putting together this creative vision. You know, and I think... Um, the original creator of Bioshock is definitely one of those people that you want to have behind this, you know. It's like, if Ken Levine, I mean, even if he asks, you know, for like three or four million dollars, if they want to see this succeed, I think that the best way they can guarantee it's going to succeed is have him work with them. Even if he charges an exorbitant rate, doesn't matter. 
you know, because it's like Bioshock, people still remember Bioshock. Um, well, a lot of, I say people, um, a lot of us gamers that have been gaming for like 10 or 15 or 20 years, uh, we still remember Bioshock. When the first Bioshock came out and you, you know, you come out of that plane crash and you're walking up the steps and you're getting ready to experience uh, Rapture for the first time. Um, I believe that was the name of the underwater city, wasn't it? Rapture. Yeah, yeah Rapture. Um, the first time you experienced it on a PS3 or Xbox 360, it was absolutely mind-blowing. And I feel like you can do that, and it's like at the time the graphics were some of the best on the consoles. You don't necessarily have to compete you know, um, with the best-looking games now. I mean, just have it look nice, but it needs to have the full package. You know, the concept and the world, there's just so much that needs to go into it that if they're rebooting it four times, I just don't think they're... Um, I just don't feel like they're going about it the right way or management is getting too involved and they need to stay out of it. You know, yeah. that's kind of what I feel like with this. Um... On to our next story is actually about Days Gone, the Ben Studio teasing the next game. Give me just a second. Let me see this. Because I know because Donnie had brought it brought it up, I did want to discuss it. Um, because, like I said, I also am a fan of Days Gone. Um, they tease a new game again, stating they can't wait to show fans what it's working on. Ben Studio has been has said in the past it's developing a new AAA IP for PS5. Um, the latest tease came as part of tweeting its 30th anniversary the days gone devs thanked fans let me see uh, for their support throughout the throughout its existence which saw the team develop siphon filter before moving on to work on resistance and uncharted franchises so this is a completely new ip i guess um you know, and it, it sucks that they say it's a new IP because I think Ben Studios has good IPs like Siphon Filter and Resistance, as well as, of course, uh, Days Gone, that, you know, that would, it would do wonders for PlayStation. Um, Ash, what do you think about this news? Do you think um, it the new IP could tie into the established universe of Siphon Filter like Days Gone did? Possibly, yeah. I'd, I'd just like to see a proper Siphon Filter game. Um, the fact that we haven't, it's another one of those weird things. I mean, obviously Siphon Filter is of what it used to be. Yeah. There's been a lot less sort of love for it over the years and stuff like that. But um, honestly, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see them do something that tied in properly and was actually good. I mean, Days Gone, like I say, looks really good. I've never played it, and it's a shame they're not going to get to make the sequel they want. Yeah, but I mean, I know they say it's a new IP, but I think it'll be something totally different. To me, new IP means there isn't anything before it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's an established IP, isn't it? In my opinion. Yeah, it's just I. I mean, I guess they have so many great franchises that they're tied with. You'd love to see them bring something from one of those franchises. You know. This is the problem with a lot of publishers at the moment, probably bar Nintendo, because they literally just live off their franchises. Like, yeah, they they, they will like beat that horse like um, thingy beat GTA. Do you know what I mean Nintendo yeah. and they, they they beat them just as much. But PlayStation and Xbox at the moment, they just don't give a lot of attention to their like well loved IPs. Like, 
why, unless there's actual physical like sales numbers that show that no one gives a crap about them, it's just baffling that, that these companies have so much dormant IP that no one's bothering with. Do you not know, think it's just weird? Yeah. How much just sat, not being used. Yeah, I mean, that's what's, that's what's really great about gaming is the fact that, you know, we, we can have IPs, but because of generation leaps and generation changes, we have 30 years, for argument's sake, of stories and IPs that can be brought back at the top of a hat and everyone will love it and appreciate it, gamers of old and new. You know, like, if there was, even if you took something like a brand new Sly Cooper today, people would love it, I'm sure, you know, or if they oh, did yeah. reboot Siphon Filter or the rebooted um, Infamous, like you say. It's we've, we've it's not like like in mo- movies, like people get lazy in Hollywood and they just remake films that are classics and still look great and they're, you know, probably better than what a remake will be and yeah. more, more often than not. But in games, it's the opposite because of the generation leaps. And it's just, there's almost this unlimited sort of back catalogue we can go to but unfortunately there's only so many studios in time you know like if you look at like everything like playstation studios a lot most of those studios are working on two triple a games at once that's a lot when you think the average triple a game you know you're spending 200 million dollars it's taking you five years to make a lot of them are working on two games it's a big undertaking to then throw remakes on top well and who makes the remakes Okay, you you go well. Blue point. Well, if Blue Point are doing Castlevania, maybe, or if they're doing Metal Gear, or if they're doing um, Bloodborne. We don't know. It's, we keep saying, you know, like all these things that, that that Blue Point could be doing. So it's just it's just the number of people. Because you're right, um, yeah. we could have so many games that are brought back with PS5 sort of stature. It'd be fucking unbelievable. BMG, what are your thoughts about Ben Studio Games? Are you a fan of them? Are you looking forward to seeing what their next IP is going to be? Uh, I, I, I definitely want to see something new. Um, I, I played very briefly, played Days Gone, and quite quickly I learned it was, wasn't kind of my game. Um, and regards like going digging up like old IP and stuff like that. I don't mind like the Uncharted series. I don't mind a sequel in the game that makes the experience better every time, new mechanics, new story and stuff. But I just want new stuff, new stuff to play. I don't want to really play old, old games, like IP that's not been around for years because, yeah, it was good then in the time, but when would games back then work well now? Because, like, we... We've all probably we've all been playing games uh, what about 20, 15, 20 years. So we remember all these old games and stuff and what they were like and the nostalgia with it. But newer gamers, people are just started coming into this generation, or they they joined in the last generation and they've seen what they can do and all these amazing, you know lifelike games that look amazing and then you give them a game that came out in the 90s remade or a reboot and it's not going to look or be as good as what games are now because they're going to try and keep to the like how it not saying it'll look the exact same as it did then but the same sort of graphics play style and we're just used to playing games differently now um yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing um, and what new IP they're the working on, and hopefully we'll get we'll get a teaser trailer at the um, showcase tomorrow. But 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for new IPs. You know, I, I wouldn't even mind if a studio, they make just one game and then the next game is some, something completely different and new and just keep doing that and have more variety. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have. I think they have a good pedigree as far as games they've worked with in the past to show that um, they're capable of making something great. I honestly, I kind of hope that it sticks with the um, with the modern era and doesn't do something like going back to, you know, Knights of the Round Table or something like that, just because we have a lot of games, I feel, that go back to um, medieval roots. And I know a lot of, like you have um, the Kills and Developers uh, Guerrilla that went back to a certain era, and that's fine because that era was never really explored before. It's, it's like the post-apocalyptic era. But I just feel, as long as they don't go to an era that's already oversaturated, um, and they really give their game a chance to shine, because the one thing that a lot of people um, were grouping Days Gone in with was The Last of Us. And that's not accurate at all. It was just unfortunate that um, because it was kind of released close to The Last of Us Part Two, you know, after The Last of Us Part One, it kind of got grouped in, you know, and the whole... I feel like the game suffered because of that, because people assumed that it was going to be like The Last of Us or The Last of Us 2 or whatever, and they didn't give Days Gone really enough time to um, to shine on its own. So I think if PlayStation does that and they allow Ben to make a game that's in its own setting that's unique, um, I think their next game is going to be more successful than Days Gone was. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, so Days Gone... Ga- oh, sorry, BMG. No, Days no, Gone no, gathered... Right. Days Gone gathered love as time went on once they fixed it, obviously it launched in a buggy mess because it was rushed out. They, they they were miles over budget, you know, and that's obviously how, you know, Sean Layden and, and, and John Garvin fell out and everything yeah. went to shit. But I think PlayStation is a very different place now, um, and so are Ben Studio. And I, I think, you know, if, if they needed the time, they I don't believe PlayStation would potentially make that mistake and rush a broken game out again. I'd be very, very surprised if that happened. Um, so, you know, from Days Gone's perspective, a second fresh go at it, I think, would would, would reap benefits because the game has garnered this love over time and yeah. it wouldn't release in the... I mean, I, I think it was like 72 rated, I think, when it launched. Like that. It was really, really poor and really yeah. buggy. But it was fixed relatively quickly, but that's, that doesn't matter. It's how it launches is what matters most. Um, and I, I think, although it's... There was a I can't remember the exact numbers when when they said how many million people had played it. They they announced those figures last year. I would dare say ninety percent of those people probably played it when it was free or when it was highly um, um, reduced in, in the sales. You know, not many of those people would have paid that full price at launch. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. At least you know what I feel. At least they've learned um, from their mistakes and whatever game they make next. I think it's going to be, um, you know, a top-tier experience. Speaking about top-tier experiences, Jim Ryan reconfirms that Spider-Man 2 is going to be a PS5 exclusive with no compromises. Um, Let me see. Uh, Translated from Famitsu, this is where the story originally comes from. Ryan continues, We asked them, Insomniac, to focus on maximizing the functions of the PS5 in creating their best work. As a result... We've received feedback from game fans that it looks like they'll be able to really enjoy beautiful visuals and a wonderful experience. Um, the narrative director, Jean Paquette, 
the narrative director at Insomniac said the team was working really hard to try and make sure this is the best game we've ever made, and we can't wait to share it with y'all. Um, Spider-Man 2 is the... It's kind of the PlayStation exclusive that everyone's talking about this year so far. BMG, are you looking forward to Spider-Man 2? Is it going to be, like, your game of the year? Oh, well, yeah. I, I love the Spider-Man games. Um, even back when Activision was doing them, the original Spider-Man game that tied in with the movie was was, was awful. It, but there was a cheat code, so you could play as Green Goblin, which made it more fun. And Spider-Man 2, you know, first introduced that big open world swing around the city. Um, and then, like, the smaller games that were made after that were, were all good. But, yeah, I, I love Spider-Man 1. And the fact that in the second one, they're going to... You know, it's completely use everything that the PS5 can do. You know, which is awesome. That's that's what we want to hear. You know, with the remaster version of Spider-Man, PS4 Spider-Man, um, did use some haptics and stuff, but not fully implemented very well. Looked beautiful, super fast loading and all that, brilliant. But I want full use of everything and bulge. We need to see more bulge because you don't see that in Spider-Man in the other game. Nice. Nice. <laughs> There's an image for you. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Donnie, what are your tre- what are your thoughts about um, Spider-Man Two? Is it a game you're looking forward to? Oh yeah, I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped a bit like tomorrow. I'm hyped to eleven, mate. It, go- it goes to eleven. Um, I can't wait for it. And I, I think it's I-, I I don't think it'll win Game of the Year because of Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I think they'll be on the stage along with a few other games for sure. Um, I'm just excited to see. I'm excited to see what they're going to do about the map. You know, we've already done New York. Is the map just going to be the same again, or are we going to have some sort of Spider-Verse thing going on, which which I'm excited about. And I also, I I think I think the game will be similar to GTA V in that missions you'll be controlling one half with Peter Parker, one half of Miles, and you'll switch between them coherently depending on what part of the mission you're at. I can see that being a thing. Um, And obviously then in in free roam, you can choose which character you want to be. So excited to see just how they implement that and and if I'm right, and the map for sure. Um, I think the game's just, I think it's going to be insane. Insomniac are geniuses. They are, they are, they are, they they fly under the radar. Naughty Dog get all the love publicly, but Insomniac are geniuses. And that Spider Man game was absolutely terrific. And that, with five years on, with PS5, with haptics, I think it's going to blow people's minds. I really do. I think it's going to be that, that good. And what's going to be more interesting is is what enemies there is. I'm not a massive comic book fan. I'm not really Spider-Man, but I'm hoping there's going to be a multiple enemies again, similar to the first one. It's not just going to be Venom, for example. Um, And I think at the end of it, I think Peter Parker will die because I know he dies oh. in the comics. Yeah, I know he oh. dies in the comics. I think he'll die, and the third game will be Miles only. There's my there's my prediction. You that. do not kill off. <laughs> Peter Parker dies in the Peter Parker. Peter Parker. He died in the comics. Yeah. Though. You know what? I, I think that's I think that's reasonable though because in the first game, spoilers for anyone who hasn't played the first game. Obviously, um, the mentor that kind of took the place of his father figure dies, and of course his aunt dies, and so I mean. If he dies in the second one, it would kind of make sense, you know, with them passing the passing the uh, torch to Miles Morales being the Spider Man, yeah, you know, and then possibly in the third one, you then maybe get sort of like Spider Girl Gwen type thing going on. With if we yeah. do have any kind of uh, multiverse going on, yeah, that's 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 you know, 
we'll, in, in a few months' time, we'll find out if I'm right. You know? <laughs> so Sony won't. Sony won't kill off the Peter Parker Spider-Man. Um, I think you're going to see more spin-offs, though, like with Miles Morales. Um, you're going to have like an, another game of that, probably yeah. a bigger scope than the last one. The last one was more of a to whet your appetite for what they can do and what's coming in the new game and obviously tight story-wise. So I think you'll see like a bit of smaller games, but Spider-Man, Peter Parker is going to be your main titles. But I want to know when's Green Goblin coming into it. I was that we, we need Green Goblin in That's I'm hoping. Um, again, spoilers. If you haven't played the first Spider-Man by now, where have you been? Cause it's been out for quite a long time now. Yeah. Um, we, Pretty much know that Harry Osborn is uh, not. Yeah, yeah, it's Harry Osborn. Yeah, Harry Osborn is um, Venom. It's he's like see from the ending of the first game and part of Miles Morales. Um, so that's we know that's that. But maybe Norman is the mayor. Obviously, got loads of money and he's got Oscorp and on what have you. Maybe that's where he becomes the goblin to help try and take him down, and um, and we actually and Green Goblin's in it. I need Goblin. I'll, I'll choose to have Green Goblin over Venom. I think you'll get Green Goblin in this next game, just because of how the first game ended. I think you're going to yeah. see him. And I want a dog in a backpack this time instead of a cat. <laughs> it sounds like it's niggling away at you that you don't have Green Goblin, mate. <laughs> Oh my god! Ash is probably like, oh fucker. And we need that spider dong. That's what we need. Oh for fuck's sake! I'm not gonna let that go. If they can, Jesus. if they can have a full team working on horse testicles in Red Dead Redemption Two, they can get proper girth in um, the spider dong. Wow, Ash, what are your thoughts about Spider Man Two? You looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I just like to say I, I agree with uh, Donny. I, I hope it's not just a rehash of the the map again for the third time. Like it needs to have something new to it. So I, I hope that it, it they've improved it and they've added some new areas and stuff or something different. So yeah, and then like I say, I'd love to um, I'd love to see Green Goblin as well. Like Spider Man has some great enemies. And not all of them haven't been in the um, the games yet. So I mean, they did nice. they did throw a lot of them in the first game. Yes. Yeah, they threw a lot of them in the first game. I'd like to see. I'd like to see a bit more. Like I say, need like Sinister Six. That's what we wanted to build up to. Like Sinister Six. That's yeah, you know what? And it it kind of feels like um, I know Donnie said Insomniac or Geniuses. Um, imagine if you could do like a a, a tag team finishing move on some of these bosses with Spider-Man and, and, of course, Spider-Man Miles Morales. You know, like, basically, you're taking out their legs, you you know, bulldogging them on the on the concrete. There's just so much potential there. You kind of wonder if there's going to be some of these tag team moves implemented with the gameplay, you know. Yep, no reason why not. I think it's possible. I mean, you look at wrestling games and they can do it. And you have two superheroes that are fast and they're strong, so they should be able to do it as well. I really hope to see that in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, I think if you think about, you mentioned about, you know, like end of year and things and and, and um, game awards and things. I mean, you know, think about, you know, where's where's the kind of score going to be? And I think it's one of these things, it's going to be quite a, quite a tight score. 
I think it could fall anywhere between sort of 85 and 90, maybe 91. I don't see it being sort of a game that's going to be any higher than that. It certainly won't be any lower. It's going to fall right in that tight window as well, I think. I think it's going to be really on the ball. I definitely agree. Definitely agree. Um, Give me a second. Let me go with our last topic. We're going to have one more topic, and then we will go to um, this week's 20 questions. Let me see. You know what? Let me let me uh, let me use this as a topic. Uh, while PlayStation VR two sales reportedly made a slow start, Sony's gaming boss Jim Ryan has suggested it's too early to judge the popularity of the PlayStation five headset. Now, in an article by VGC News, no big surprise, because you know BMG loves all his articles from VGC. It's all good. Um, it's because. They pull everything out, very precise, <laughs> easy to read, it's and all it tells good. you the information you need. Right, right. Uh, PSVR 2 has just been launched, so it's a little early to judge its popularity, but we are happy to see many positive reactions from users and the media, PlayStation boss Ryan told Famitsu. He said that over 40 games were released around the launch of PSVR 2 and that many more were coming in 2023 and beyond. We will continue to push forward so that those who purchase PSVR 2 can enjoy it for a long time and we can also secure profits. Um, in late January, Bloomberg sources claimed Sony had halved its launch projections for PSVR 2, chopping them in half. The, the projections, not the system. Following disappointment, disappointing pre-order numbers, they claimed Sony's shipment forecasts were cut from 2 million to 1 million units in the first quarter. In response, Sony issued a statement claiming it had not cut PlayStation VR 2 production numbers. Um, Ash, you said at the beginning of this podcast that you bought a PSVR 2. Um, what are your thoughts about this? Do you think it's really going to take off or is it going to stay niche? It's going to stay niche. The first one was niche. If you look at the numbers that sold for the PSVR 1 with the PS4, which is at the time like a huge console seller, like what, 110, 120 million consoles? And like what's PSVR's sales? Sales figures, PSVR sales numbers. It was nowhere near. It sold uh, 5 million, I think, in the end, the PSVR one, roughly. I, th- I think that's right, yeah. So that's like, what, 5%? Less than 5%. Yeah. So it's, it is niche, it's expensive, it's not ideal for everyone, like I say, but it's not comfy for everyone and stuff like that. But as long as they support it, like I say, they've, they've come out of the bat strong. The, the games so far are decent, but like the PSVR had a lot of support. When you think about it, there was tons of PSVR 1 games. Yeah. Now, PSVR 2 doesn't support backwards compatibility, which sucks. Um, so unless these devs re-release their content or bring out next-gen patches for PSVR 2, that back catalogue, if you've got a PSVR 1, do you want to spend a ton more money when you're then going to not have access to all your games without having to switch between consoles and stuff? Do you know what I mean? Or setups? Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's, it's never going to be massive. VR's never going to be massive. The VR fans can hype it up and thump the chest and stuff all they like. It's, it's never going to be a dominant gaming force. It's going to have its own little niche. As long as it does well, that's all that matters. But like Half-Life didn't push that needle very far. So I yeah. don't expect I don't expect it to, to I'd like to see it do better. 
And I'd like to see more games incorporate VR options. But, like I say, it's always going to be niche, no matter what. What do you think, Donnie? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it's it'll always be a niche product. One of you has mentioned 5%, and I think it was you sent there, which I, I think is it's fair enough. You know, 5 million units, I think PlayStation 4 sold 120, give or take. So if you take that same formula, you know, there's, there's just under 40 million PlayStation 5s in the wild. Yeah, I mean, you can't expect me much more. I think, you know, Stubbs in the chat has made a great point that it's only been available from PlayStation Direct so far. You've not been able to pick it up off the shelf or on Amazon. I think that will make a difference. Um, tomorrow's showcase could make a difference if some big games get announced tomorrow. That could help. But ultimately, I think PS5, PS VR 2, it's going to be one of the ones, it's just going to be a sort of drip feed of sales over the next few years. It's not really going to, it's not boom or bust. I think it's just going to be a, a maintained pace of sales that, yeah, I, I don't understand why people are getting so bent out of shape because it's not sold 5 million units yet. Like, Jesus Christ, you know, some people just need to calm down a little bit. Um but yeah, from what I know, everyone that's got it is enjoying it. There's a few guys in our Discord, obviously, Ash, you've got it as well. Um, I think people are just waiting for, they're just waiting for those more more of a AAA experience, you could call it. There's a lot of sort of middling games, which are good fun. But aye, I think everyone's waiting for more of the, 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 the Horizon type of game. And the PSVR 2 also has these quality of life improvements. I know Ash talked about those before as well. Do you think that's going to be? Do you think that's going to help um, the PSVR two sell more units than the original PSVR did? I, I think yeah, it has to. I think if, if you bought a PSVR one, you're obviously going to be more inclined to buy the second, particularly if you liked it. Um, you know, com comparing it with the Quest, the technology in that, obviously, it streets ahead in terms of visual. It streets ahead in terms of you know user experience minus the cord of course which is it's an ash i'm sure you can agree one cable is not a big deal compared to that cluster fuck of what you had before you know no, uh, exactly. and i will say as well the cable is massive like yeah you could you could tie someone up with it it's that long so yeah even though you've got the cable you have that free movement without really worrying yeah it's not it's not an issue at all so yeah um, but I think ultimately, unlike what Phil Spencer said, games don't sell consoles for you. Well, games will help sell PSVR too, I'm sorry, because games sell units. And yeah, I think tomorrow's a big one. If they, if there's 10, 15 minutes tomorrow and you see four or five real hits on PSVR 2, I would expect a surge of sales, especially with it being available broadly over the next three to six months, particularly around Christmas time as well. BMG, what are your thoughts about PSVR 2? Is it something that you want to... Well, I think you said you actually have one already, don't you? No, no. I had I had the PSVR 1. Um, okay. I, I, got, I got that, which was... Uh, I, I enjoyed it, and it definitely had the better support and lineup at launch than the VR 2 did. Yeah. You know, you had these games from like Ubisoft, like Star Trek Bridge Crew, still probably one of, for me, is the best game on PlayStation VR. Um we you've got to work together as a team on the bridge of a 
starship and uh, you know from and someone's the captain to give you direction set courses and stuff so it's it, it was really really good and um and actually if, if you look as well if you've if you've got the ps plus extra tier there's actually some vr games that you can play uh, they are psvr one games but they work with the psvr two which is which are, I, I are in majority of psvr one games don't work with psvr two I think the ones the ones they've put in the service do work, I believe. But um, to be honest, until you, you you try, you'll have to have a look. But like Bridge Crew, Werewolves Within, and things like that are in there. But it's whether they've still got the player base even playing them anymore. Problem with the PSVR two, it's amazing bit of tech. It's doing something different. It's the only one in the console space that are making a VR, which gives them that little extra edge. Well, the problem. It is expensive. It's the same price as a PlayStation 5. So if you don't have a PlayStation 5 and you want the VR 2, you're talking over a grand to have both and then the game's on top. But it just come out at the worst time. I think that, I personally, they should have left it another year, even if it was ready to go, bring it out next year because literally we've from late last year into this year we've all it's just been nothing but inflation cost of living's gone through the roof um and it's just an expense i think a lot of people can struggle justifying if you know i appear playstation 5 xbox series s xbox series x you know you've got all these um, subscription services that come with them so you could you know justify that just about but what this has launched with, most of the games are already out and been out on other VR headsets for quite a while, um, and they've just now on the PSVR too. But it's just come out at the wrong time. I just think people just can't afford it or can't justify the purchase, um, unless you're Ash, who makes millions off XBN. Right. So he can, he can afford can afford yep. everything but it's just come out of the wrong time but it, it's just especially after christmas in february you know people are just starting starting paying the bills the credit card bills and you know for everything they've spent over christmas and it's just like it's just the worst time to have it i think you're going to see a spike in it come this christmas because the amount of ps5 ps5s that are out there now you, you we're probably going to be a lot we'll find out tomorrow but We'll probably have a lot more PSVR 2 games, exclusive, third party, which will be out by the holiday season. So I think you're going to see a boost in sales come this holiday. But it was just a it was just a bad time. I think the timing of it was was the worst. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, if people can't afford it, even if they want it, they're just not going to buy it. You know, hopefully things are looking up for a lot of us. I think um, hopefully the situation improves. And more people are able to pick this up because I think it has a lot of promise. But, again, like you said, I mean, the economic situation is rough. So, you know, it's mm. it's going to be hard for people to justify that purchase. Definitely. Yep, definitely. And that's our last topic for this podcast, which means it is now time for 20 questions. Now, for everyone listening to this podcast... Every single podcast that we have, except for the Destiny podcast, I think. You guys don't do it. But we do it for PSN. No. We do it for PSN Party Podcast and the Xbox Live Party Podcast. We have 20 questions. Basically what that is is the the panel members and our guests um, will basically have to guess. Now, one of us, one of, the, one of the permanent panel members comes up with a game 
and everyone else has to guess it. They have 20 questions. That's essentially 19 guesses. The 20th question has to be um, an actual guess of the game. I, they can only ask me yes or no questions. You know, did the game come out on this console? Yes or no. Did the game, um, you know, was it a first-person shooter? Yes or no. They can't ask for specifics like, um, you know, who is the game's protagonist or um, what system did the game release on? They can't ask those questions. They can only ask me yes or no questions. And if they get it right, obviously, um, you know, we win and the winning streak continues. However, if they're unable to guess the game and they lose, our winning streak ends today. I am picking the game this time. So, Ash, BMG, Donnie, you guys are going to have to guess it. Um, do you guys have any questions about this game before we begin? No. What game is, is it? it? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's probably not going to. Yeah. Other, any other questions? No. No. I'm just going right. to take my pants off because I think better when I'm not wearing pants. Right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not wearing pants anyway. <laughs> I mean, do what you got to do. And just, just so you know, just so the listeners know, um, they can't use Google or any other search engines to figure this out. It's the gaming knowledge they have in their brain, and that's it. Uh, they can also use the private chat to converse amongst each other, so that they can work as a team to try to figure this out. Uh, All right. I'll I'll go first. Did this come out on August seventh on a oh. Saturday? <laughs> wow! <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't, that doesn't count. Oh, I mean, I counted it. No, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Right. Okay. Straight off the bat, then, is this game part of a franchise? Y- yes. Yes. Is it? Exclusive to one console. Yes. Oh, okay. Franchise game exclusive to one pla- uh, console. Do try and narrow down the console. Well, I was going to say, um, is it still an ongoing franchise? Was my next question there. No. I wasn't actually asking. That's a freebie. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's okay. No more freebies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he so never he never so, asked you. Yeah. So it's not wow. ongoing. Thanks for well, no, I mean, that's, that, that, that's not going to really help too much, though. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. BMG, okay. type out all the questions in the chat so I can keep on top of it. I'll okay, just... so now only official questions. There you go. Only official. Okay. Yeah, part, part of a franchise. Exclusive. exclusive it's not ongoing. One console. What was it? Was it on PlayStation? Yes. There you go. Mm. Which makes me think well, it's it, a game because Well it if it's not, not a, Yeah, if it's not an ongoing franchise, I I would assume that it's not in like the PS five yeah. Generation, yes. yes. I mean, but not an ongoing franchise with PlayStation. That could be like fifty IPs. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but because we're getting new, you're getting newer games now on the new console. Well, then again, it could be cross cross generation, couldn't it? Well, I mean, technically, it could be something like Forspoken because they already killed that franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what even a franchise? <laughs> yeah. 
Could have been, the, but unfortunately, no. Did the franchise have three or more titles? Yes. Did the franchise start with the PlayStation One? Oh, so what? What was that last question? Last question. Sorry. Yeah, there's three. There's there's three or more titles. Three or more. Um... Sorry, Sentinel. Did you hear that last one? Yeah. I said sorry. I asked them. Did it? Did the franchise start with the PlayStation One? Yeah, I was just waiting until you guys were ready, because I know oh, BMG so. had to right. put them down. Um, no, it did not start with the PS1. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Is it uh, a third-person game? No. Oh. Right, so part of a franchise exclusive to the PlayStation. It's not ongoing now. It's three or more titles in the series. Didn't start on the PlayStation 1, and it's not third person. Was the franchise created by an existing first party studio? Yes. It's not third person, you said. No, not third person. It didn't start on the PlayStation mm. One. So that's like Twisted Metal out of there. Ooh, yeah. is it? Is it an FPS? Yes. Ah. Oh, it's Killzone then, isn't it? That's oh. that's what I was thinking. How many resist? How many did Resistance have? Well, there was uh, there's Resistance as well. There's there's. Because you've got P. Because obviously Resistance was on PSP. Because Ben did that, or Vita, one of the two. So there's, yeah, yeah. Resistance could be up there as well. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So we're thinking. <laughs> well, I, this well, this is how we can narrow it down. If it was um, Killzone or not, um, mm -hmm. was this game developed by Gorilla? I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? <laughs> was was the game developed by Guerrilla Studios? Technically, they're not called Guerrilla Studios. Guerrilla, it's Guerrilla. Was it developed by Guerrilla? Guerrilla Games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is the game in the Killzone franchise? Yes. <laughs> was it the first in the series? What was that? Was it the first in the series? No. No, right. No. Was, was, was it exclusive launch title on the PS4? No. Oh, jeez. Somewhere in the so, middle then. Hang on a minute. So it's not developed by Gorilla. Not first in the series. Not we know which first. franchise it is. We're just trying to narrow down which one it is now. You also need to figure out which PlayStation offerings or which PlayStation systems, handhelds included, that it may have launched on. Did it launch? Did it come out on the PS3? Yes. There you go, then. That was it, though. What was the fucking name? 
Jesus, yeah. Was it, oh. was it the second <laughs> number second in the franchise? <laughs> hmm. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, just too. <laughs> yeah, but did it have a did it have a name with it, or was it just no? Only the, only the fourth one had a, had the name, didn't it? it was just kills yeah. on two and three was just two and three. There wasn't. Yeah, a... the last one was like Shadow something or other, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Sentinel, is it Killzone 2? Yes. Hey. Yes, Killzone 2 released exclusively for the PlayStation 3, uh, February 27th, 2009. And it was de developed by Guerrilla Games, not Guerrilla Studios. <laughs> when he said Guerrilla, I'm like, what PlayStation Studio has got Guerrilla in its name? But it's not, it's Guerrilla, isn't it? As in like... Yeah, Guerrilla. Like a Guerrilla Warfighter, yep. Yeah. I was like, gorillas. What the fuck are we on about here? Very good. The winning streak continues. Although I could have, I could have technically picked an obscure PS One title that sold like ninety copies, but I chose not to. I chose not to. I chose to be fair. Because we at least we have one person on the permanent panel that's fair. You know. I mean, me, me and Ash. You know, me and Ash. You know. I picked. I picked a easy one for XBL last week. Yeah. You know what, Donnie? Let me let me tell you. Like the first first time I played oh. this, he picked uh, Bioshock and said it was an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was an Xbox exclusive. It was an Xbox exclusive. But I'm going to Google it right. It was Xbox exclusive for like 20 minutes. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Doesn't matter. That's that's clearly been niggling away at you for a while, has it? Oh. <laughs> Jesus. How long was Bioshock exclusive to <laughs> X? That yeah, was like six months or something. But yeah. So he was saying, "Oh, it's a, it's an exclusive," and we were like, "What the hell?" And he was saying it was a sci-fi setting. <laughs> it wasn't Gears of War, and we're like, "What the hell is it?" It was a year exclusive. It was more than a year. It released in August 2007 on Xbox 360, and it was ported to PlayStation 3 by Irrational um, in October 2008. There you go. There you go. Outstanding. We did it. The streak continues. And everyone, welcome our second guest. He's running a little late. Nelson Gaming 12. Yeah, it's been a rough day. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. You're catching us at the end of our podcast, but it's all good. Five minutes is better than no minutes at all. It's completely cool. Yeah, it's been a long day. <laughs> My wife says that to me. <laughs> I'm sure she does. I'm sure I she does. that a lot too. <laughs> or just go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so the winning streak continues. Thank you so much, Donnie. Ash no and BMG, thank you so much. Um, Nelson Gaming, we just finished um, the 20 questions game, and of course the game we guessed was Killzone 2. So, um, outstanding. Hopefully, because I'm not, I'm not picking the game next week. I think BMG is picking the game next week. Hopefully it's not going to be some obscure arcade title. That was crazy. No, no. Yeah, no I'm, don I'm no gonna, Donkey Kong, right? I'm going to pick a good one that's really going to test test your uh, oh, gaming Jesus. knowledge. See, this is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not even here to save you. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. All right, um, Donnie, do you want to tell our 
listeners where they can find you at. Yes, um, I'm part of a, a Scottish-based podcast here known as Pure Dead Gaming. Um, every Thursday, a new episode goes out with the with the team, and I have recently started a Pure Dead PlayStation podcast, which BMG you were on. So that's kind of like a, an yep. extension of the main podcast, focusing on all of us ponies. Um, so yes, you can find me there. Nice, nice. Uh, Nelson Gaming, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you at? Nelson Gaming 12 on Twitter and PlayStation. Sorry, next time I'll, I'll try to be on time, but it, yeah, I've had a pretty rough day. <laughs> I got I was up way earlier than normal and went it's to take good. a nap, overslept. So it's all good. It's all good. This is a, a recurring podcast, so we'll definitely have you on another episode. It's all good. Yeah, I'm not usually usually. Well, I was going to be late regardless, but not that late. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. No issues. It happens. It happens, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> right. BMG, you want to tell everyone where they can uh, find you at? Right. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Bowman Gamer, over on Xbox and at uh, Bowman Gamer, PlayStation Bowman Gamer 86. You can also find me over here on the XPN Network, PSN Party Podcasts on Tuesdays, 8.30 p.m. BST, UK time, uh, and also on the XPL Party Podcast, 8 p.m. BST UK time and tomorrow we have special show because it is the PlayStation showcase at 9 p.m. BST um I think we're going live at 8:50 ash I think yeah usually about 10 minutes before it starts so we can just make sure we're all good to go ready yeah shoot yeah. the shit and, and that- then we'll go Nice. That's it, and that'll be myself, Ash, and Sentinel. If he if he's going to be there or not, if not, it'll be just me and Ash as usual. It's yeah. about ninety minutes long, I believe. So, so it, it'll be a little late for UK guys, but for us in the states, it's not going to be bad. It'll be middle of the afternoon. Yeah. So you all have to bring your dual senses as well. You have to have them sat on your knee. Yeah. Blow into it every time you see a game that you like. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ash, you want to tell everyone where they can find you at? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter. I'm at underscore Ghostbuster with a zero instead of an O. Um, you can find me on the XPN Network YouTube channel, the XPN Network Twitter, as that's what I run. You can find me on our Discord. You can join it. There's links in the description, I believe, or you can find them on Twitter if you need to. Just send us a DM. And, yeah, I'll be here tomorrow with BMG. I'm not here Thursday for the XBL show, but I will be doing a variety of uh, reviews and stuff over the coming days. And then we've got stuff scheduled for the week after when I'm on holiday. But I will be back more regularly on the shows uh First week of June, well, but then, like I say, that's the start of like the madness. That's E3 week. We've got um, obviously got the Xbox showcase. We've got the uh, Summer Games Fest. We've got all sorts we'll be covering, so keep an eye out for that. Nice, nice. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. It's SSG Sentinel. I also do some YouTube reviews for Ash on our XPN channel. Um, I'm on the PSN Party Podcast every Tuesday, 2.30 p.m. Central Time in the United States. It's 8.30 p.m. for UK time. I'm also on the Xbox Live Party Podcast. That's at 2 p.m. Central in the United States, 8 p.m. in the United Kingdom on Thursdays. 
and um, this tomorrow is actually 8:50 uh, UK time. It'll be 2 2:50 my time. We're doing coverage of the PlayStation Showcase event. You can catch it here on the XBN network. Um, I do want to say thank you again to everyone who was in chat. Pixel Slapper, um, Luke Steele, Stubbs, UK Dazarus, Thimber. Um, I know I'm going to forget somebody. Uh, let me see. Um, Scott, of course. Um, thank you to everybody who was in chat. We greatly appreciate you tuning in to watch our show. Um, if you're not able to watch it live and you do catch it afterwards, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast, definitely hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Hit that bell icon so you can be notified when we upload new content, whether it's new podcasts or new game review videos. Also, follow us on Twitter as well. This is SSG, a.k.a. Sergeant Sentinel. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast, and we will catch you guys later.